Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. You reach my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is August 10th, 2021. It's currently 3.06 a.m. in the morning on Tuesday. You know, I was up late working. No, wait. I was working, then I watched a, watched a little TV, watched a little movies on my TV, and decided, you know what? I'm going to do my podcast instead. <laughs> Alright, so I got some things I want to say. Today's podcast is going to be all about the Delta variant and COVID, the government's response to it, Obama's birthday party, Um, you know, boy, (laughs) what do we have to say here? Oh, where do you turn for the truth these days? You know, everywhere you look, left, right, up and down, you know, on the internet, on the news, you're not going to find the truth. I mean, it's so crazy. It's really, really crazy. I mean, I think you'll find more truth in movies that you watch than, than in what you find on the internet. Because I swear, people are writing fiction left and right, and it drives me nuts. You know, I'm not a smart guy. I'm really not that smart. I keep telling you I'm not that smart. Some of you message me and say, wow, Steve, you're so smart. No, I'm not that smart. I just have a little common sense, right? If you slow your emotions, abandon your superego, leave your superego at your door, right? Leave all your agendas at the door and um, your Republican Party, Democrat Party, or your allegiance to like whatever, you know, movement you're part of, and you just take a step back and don't react, you can kind of figure this out for yourself because everything from, there's so much misinformation on the vaccines, on COVID, on the you know severity of COVID and and and, and some and people are just going to both extremes. I mean, some people think COVID is this death sentence, which it's not, and then some people think it's completely fake, which it's not. There's no middle ground. There's none. And the truth is, both are kind of right because for the wrong people, COVID is a death sentence. All right, and if you have the right comorbidities. If you're not in, the, in really good health, it can kill you. Now, I've had a lot of friends who've had COVID. Most of them survived. I just learned of one of my friends, not really a close friend, but a person who was very, very nice to me. I would, I would say he's a friend, all right? He's a friend, but I was not in his inner circle. It's not like, you know, we hung out together, but I just found out he passed. And um, from looking at the Facebook comments, he passed from COVID. Now, that's really, really sad. And he's a young guy, very, very talented guy. And uh, I don't know the circumstances. But again, it just shows you that you can die from COVID. Now, um, where do you turn for the truth? That's the question, right? Where do you go for the truth? You can't trust the NIH. You can't trust your local government. I mean, just recently, our local government changed the way they analyze their caseloads. So now when they say there's a positive case out there, they no longer use the word positive, actually. They say COVID case. That's because they've combined uh, the, the case results are a combination of, of those uh, who, are, who also test positive and those who are assumed positive. So just because you were around a person who may have been positive, now you're, you basically go into the case count. And that's kind of the reason why our case counts here in Hawaii have been pretty high. Now, there's no doubt about that the Delta variant has also contributed to that, 
But um, I really feel as though they're inflating the case count higher than it usually is uh, just to motivate everyone through fear to get the vaccine, which is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I mean, the question goes, I mean, they're, in, they're, they're purposely, you know, polluting the data pool. And like I told you before in my other previous podcasts, that if I were to do this on a science project in elementary school or even high school, I would fail because my, my data sample is polluted and you can't do that. But apparently you can do that when there's a pandemic involved and you're a politician. Oh, I, I really don't get this. It just drives me up the wall. I mean, can you explain it to me? I, I don't think you can. So the very interesting news right now is that just today here in Hawaii, uh, COVID, um, our, I guess our cases are going up. I think we've had 600 cases over the past few days. But deaths have not really exponentially gone up, all right? Now, I do know that deaths are a lagging indicator. Um, they lag maybe about two to three weeks. And our hospitals are not filled yet. Um, our hospitals are running at basically full capacity. Uh, but that's what you want a hospital to run at usually. Because that's how they make money, all right? Now, before, when we had the lockdowns, the hospitals were not operating at full capacity. And... The hospitals were losing a lot of money here in Hawaii. They're in danger of uh, shutting down, actually. So, you know, uh, for it, to, you know, when you always hear this 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 media hype that hospitals are running at full capacity, well, you want them to run at around seventy to eighty percent full capacity. You know, pre COVID, so you you can actually make a lot of money, and that's why when you used to go to the hospital, right, for just even a checkup. You know, the one thing they love to make you do is just wait because, again, they want their they want their whole itinerary filled. They want those beds filled. Okay, so what's happening here in Hawaii is that the deaths have again disconnected with the positive cases. Again, we're we're having a lot of positive cases, but again, you can't trust that data pool because they're kind of you know polluting it with uh, assumed cases, and um, so we don't really know what's happening here. Uh, Right now, we're approaching a milestone right now where we are approaching, uh, within about a couple weeks, close to 70% of our population will be vaccinated. Now, where will COVID be at that time? If, it's, if COVID is on, on its way down, David Ige has promised that all mandates, all COVID mandates will have been dropped. Now, he has said that if COVID cases you know, continue to rise, he's going to throw his promise of um of dropping all mandates when the population is 70% vaccinated he's going to throw that out the door so again once again he's moving the goalpost right that's not very good because it, you you can't keep moving the goalpost because after a while the public just isn't going to trust you so you either got to stick with your word or you're going to keep moving and people are just not going to get vaccinated because they're going to say I can't trust you I can't trust you, Ige. You're an idiot. You're a liar. And what do you know? They are liars. They're lying on the data. You know, why can't they just tell us who's infected, who's truly infected? Why can't? Because that number will be a lot lower. Now, here's the question I have for you. Is that where do you stand on these vaccines? And why do you stand that way? I want to get into that when I get back from the commercial break, okay? 
So I'm going to cut to commercials right here. I have two commercials, uh, one for Anchor, one for myself, one for my wedding company. And then we'll be right back talking about this vaccine. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Okay, everyone, I'm ready to start talking about vaccines, these COVID vaccines, all right? So I'm going to turn this music down and we're going to get straight into it. <laughs> that music. <laughs> Who is that voice on that track there? <laughs> no, I, I don't think I'll use that one again. <laughs> that's, that's not a good one. Okay, so... If you follow my podcast uh, from way before when I first started and these vaccines um, started to come out, I think some of you, I guess, uh, knew that I was on the fence about getting the vaccine. I really didn't know whether or not I wanted to get it. At one point, I was leaning toward getting it and then I didn't want to get it. And then I was on the fence and then I finally, my dad finally convinced me, hey, you know what, why don't you get it just to be on the safer side? On top of that, so you could travel to outer islands to to do some weddings, and um, I, and I kind of agreed to it. I, I looked at all my options, I looked at all the all of the science, and I did believe in these vaccines. Now, I also knew that that uh, I had I was at risk for my immune system, uh, I guess, overreacting uh, to this COVID vaccine, so uh, to the mRNAs. A lot of my friends got. It took the vaccine, and some of them, uh, they got some. They got hit pretty hard. I mean, some people were throwing up. Uh, some people's arms were like they felt as though they were gonna like it was gonna fall off, um, and their arms felt bad for days. Some people got really, 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 really sick. My parents, you know, because they're older than me, um, they didn't get hit really hard. My mom's arm, you know. She said it hurt pretty bad. My dad had no response whatsoever. He was just fine. Um, so what I did was that I took vitamin A uh, right before I took the COVID vaccine. And what vitamin A does is that, well, first of all, your thyroid you know, generates vitamin A. And the whole purpose of vitamin A, it's, you know, vitamin A is actually a hormone, right? But the whole purpose of vitamin A is to regulate your immune system. And if you're low in vitamin A, if your thyroid produces not as much vitamin A, your whole immune system can just overreact. And there is a link right now between COVID patients who have, you know, where COVID is throwing their immune system out of whack, uh, they're finding people who are very low vitamin A levels. And that's because their thyroid, as you grow older, your thyroid uh, doesn't produce as much vitamin A, and that's why you should take a supplement. So, I didn't have uh, very much side effects to COVID. Um, the most, I, uh, I guess, of the side effects which I did have was me feeling a bit tired. But I'm not sure if that, if that was from me riding bike the day after I got the, the vaccine or maybe the day of. I remember on both days of getting the vaccine, both shots, I was outside chopping wood. Uh, my, my arm did feel a little bad, but then it was nothing more than you know, the usual soreness I get from lifting weights. And then after chopping wood for some time, my arm was just fine. Um, 
I did have a runny nose, I think uh, two or three days later, um, but I think that was because I was at my friend's house and I was allergic to his dog. My eyes were watering and I think that was more of an allergic reaction to his dog than the vaccine. So I don't think I, I had a very big response and I think the vitamin A may have worked. Um, now, if you are going to take the vaccine, I do recommend... Uh, and you're in your 40s, right? Or even in your 30s, I do recommend taking vitamin A before you take it. Uh, I think for all of those people who took the vaccine and who, and who I did, did recommend taking vitamin A and they took the vitamin A, they're, um, they really didn't get much side effects, all right? Okay, so my question is that where do you stand on the vaccine, right? Where do you stand right now, uh, given that the Delta variant is, is out there? And there's no doubt about it. Let's be real honest with each other. The Delta variant is real. It is a lot more contagious. Now, the question is, is it a lot more lethal? That's the question. That's, a, that's really the big question. Uh, I am finding out that my, a lot of my friends who are not vaccinated, you know, who are not vaccinated, um, did end up getting infected with COVID. Surprising, right? So, and some of them, you know, lived. And I have, again, one person who passed away. So, you know, my question is that, um, you know, should you get it or should you not get it? And the reason, and what are your reasons for not getting it? I am finding out that for many people who, for their reasons of not getting it, is that some have religious reasons. Uh, some believe that uh, this is part of a new world order type of thing, that uh, they're going to track you with GPS and 5G inside of your body. There's little nano robots inside of there, and they believe this. Um, now, of course, that's not true, 100% not true, uh, because they're, <laughs> because Pfizer, Moderna, and also Johnson & Johnson, they just don't possess the technology to create nanorobots and moreover to power it and to connect to a satellite. I don't think they, they would know how to manufacture a nanorobot. I mean, I'm, I'm sure AMD, Google, if you, if you told me AMD, Google, or Intel, they were making an mRNA vaccine, then I would say, whoa, wait a minute, there may be robots in there, right? You know, if you have, you know, you know uh, Sprint or like, you know, T-Mobile and bought out Sprint and all of a sudden they're coming out with a vaccine, then I would say, huh, okay, that's kind of that's kind of weird. And then I mean, I th maybe I think I'll buy into this whole 5G conspiracy theory. But, you know, when you have like Pfizer and Moderna and these are, you know, companies who don't know anything about battery technology, let alone robot technology, let alone nano robot and nano battery technology, to think that they can manufacture a little robot, power it with a battery that's everlasting and they can transmit, you know, 5G through your, through your blood, through your epidermis and out there to the cell phone tower and have better, and have a better connection than your cell phone. Um, is just crazy. I mean, I, I hate to tell you out there, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, this is stuff like I like to write in my, um, in my, um, screenplays and, uh, but I like to have fun with it. But then again, when you write that in your screenplays, you have to write a very believable backstory. You can't go out there and say, well, you know, again, you know, a pharmaceutical, uh, you know, not, not a, uh, a pharmaceutical company can create nanorobots. 
No, it has to be, uh, you know, like something like a Google. You know, Google or, or AMD would be a good one, right? You know, that would be a good villain. AMD or Intel or Microsoft. Hey, Bill Gates, Microsoft, right? Um, maybe he uses his, his CPU technology, which he doesn't even... Microsoft doesn't have CPU technology, right? They use either AMD Motorola chips or like even Intel chips, right? That's what we all want, Intel chips, right? So, you know, it, it's just one of those things. Uh, <laughs> but again... A lot of people who don't want to take the vaccine, they're, they just buy into all of these conspiracy theories. And unfortunately, those are the people on the right. And un really unfortunately is that a lot of them are dying. I mean, they are. They, are, they actually are dying. Um, it, there, it happened, I see it in the news all the time. I see it on my Facebook feed. Uh, I'm friends with some of these people who have actually died um, who are hardcore Republicans, hardcore Trump supporters, you know, you know, they bleed red, white, and blue. I like them. And they've died because they didn't take the vaccine. They're in that high more, high morbid, high mortality rate. You know, they're, they're, they have lots of comorbidities. They should take the vaccine, but I'm not going to be the one out there to advocate for them. And, you know, just because I see it, they're not going to listen to. So again, I mean, where do you stand? I mean, do you really think, I mean, if you really think that, that's your body, your choice, right? But is it, again, I think you, you just have to question yourself whether or not that's the right choice or not. Now, it doesn't help that Fauci and the, you know, Fauci and the whole NIH and the whole CDC, they came out there and said that vaccines, you know, prevent the transmission of COVID, well, that was completely BS. You know, most vaccines don't, you know, you know um, they don't prevent the transmission of any, of, any type of virus. Uh, that's not how, your, how antibodies work. Um, even, and this is the reason why, like when the white men, the Caucasians, right, the Europeans came to Native America, when, when they came to America, they met the Native Americans, they killed a lot of them. They brought a lot of diseases with them, which they had no idea they were carrying, right? And they just spread it like wildfire to the, to the Native Americans and killed them. And then it wasn't the, it wasn't the Europeans, I, you know, intention to do that. It just happened to be. And this is how it happens, right? It's kind of like how the bat coronavirus, it is, bats are basically immune to it, right? Bats don't get sick. They don't die from it. And then, but when it, but when you take that bat coronavirus and you modify it and then you throw it into a human body because it's novel, then it's going to kill them is, or make them really, really sick or cripple their, their entire nation. So the whole idea between a vaccine or the reason why you should get a vaccine is to make that virus, uh, I guess, not novel. So your body will know how to fight it off. Now, again, you can do that, do that through natural infection, or you can do that through a vaccine. Um, now, here's the bad thing about it. Now, if you're going the natural infection route, the crappy thing about that route is that when you get sick, and you're going to get sick, all right, you know, your, your doctors won't treat you most likely. It's so hard to find a doctor who would treat you. And I'm here in Hawaii. You know, we tried to find doctors um, who would prescribe us hydroxychloroquine and all those other things. They won't. They won't. They won't provide you any of them. Any of the really cool ones out there, hydroxychloroquine with zinc, to, with azithromycin, to ivermectin, to remdesivir, or to Regeneron, or even to like the Centivax, you know, um, the Centivax, um, 
um, shot that's coming out within the next few months, uh, which will be synthetic antibodies. You take one little, little shot and it'll put in antibodies into your arm. These are synthetic antibodies, really cool. You'll put, you'll put um, the antibodies immediate, immediately within the second into your arm, and then within the next couple hours, you'll be basically free of COVID. Isn't that pretty awesome? So curing COVID will be as good as treating COVID. And once this shot is distributed, we don't have to worry about being vaccinated at all. I mean, I'll, I'll be very serious with that because like, you know, again, you won't really have to worry about other extra variants as well because this uh, new antibody was created with computational, computational immunology and they found an antibody that can bind to most of the variants out there. And the guy who's creating it is also creating a universal flu shot, which will actually, once you take that one universal flu shot, which is going to be a vaccine. I know you all, all you anti-vaxxers out there are pretty, pretty skeptical, but once he creates that and puts it on the market, it will basically cure all forms of the flu. Now, that's pretty exciting because the flu kills a lot of people out there. People don't realize that. So anyway... Now, now here's, where, here's what I'm doing right now. I would like to probably encourage you, if you fall into the category of being overweight or having a comorbidity, like myself. Now, even though I, I was kind of a little stubborn in the beginning, uh, I do have a comorbidity, and that's asthma. All right. So if, if I got hit with COVID, it would hit me pretty hard. Okay, I'm a little bit overweight because of COVID. Um, I'm 234, 236 pounds at six feet. You know, I'm, I don't have a big belly, but, you know, my belly is showing a little, a little bit more than I used to because, you know, again, COVID, and I was really good at making cookies. Uh, but again, that's another, I'm, so I'm a little bit overweight and I have asthma. So again, if, and then on top of that, my doctors, I think one of the biggest comorbidity out there, by the way, which we're not talking about, is having a doctor who will treat you, all right? So if you can find a doctor who will treat you, then I would say, hey, you don't need to take the vax, right? But if you're overweight, you know, have asthma, you, you don't have a doctor that can treat you, then you better think about taking this vaccine. Because again, what's going to happen is that you're going to get sick, you're going to go to the doctor, and the doctor will tell you, hey, so-and-so, go home and call me when you can't breathe. And then when you go to the hospital, what they do is they'll put, hook you up to a ventilator, and once you're on the ventilator, I'm sorry, it's basically game over. That's the truth, okay? That's really the truth. Now, <laughs> if you want to take the risk of, like, saying, of just writing it out, you could do that as well. But the chance of you writing it out and it not like, you know, you know, getting into other parts of your organs is very low. Very, very, very low. You got to be in some pretty good health. You got to be young. You got to be fit. Now, if you're young, fit and strong, and uh, I would say, yeah, don't take it. And if you're allergic to vaccines, don't take it, right? You know, everyone is their own, you know, it's your body, your choice. But again, I would really recommend you know, you taking a look at all your different options. If you if you don't want the vaccine, make sure you, you have a doctor. Now, there is a website called Frontline MDs, FrontlineMDS.com. And you can talk to these frontline doctors out there and they will prescribe you 
uh, prophylaxis, really, really effective ones, which include quercetin and zinc and a lot of other different um, vitamin A, D, and E. They, they mix it all up together, nice little brew, and uh, you take one of these pills a day, you're good as a prophylaxis, okay? And then on top of that, they will also prescribe you hydroxychloroquine and azithromycin and also ivermectin. You can have that on standby in case you get sick. Now, you only need um, almost like a week's supply of it because if, again, once you get diagnosed with it, you just need a week's supply of it and you're done. The earlier you catch it, the better. So again, if you're not going the vaccine route, all right, and um, again, for some of you, you don't want it and that's fine. Be prepared, okay? So know your doctor. You know, if you don't have a doctor, go to go to frontline meds and get and get prepared and know how to fight this because it is hundred percent treatable. One hundred percent treatable. Um, I talk to these people on the frontline doctors and all that, and they say that every single patient of theirs has been treated with um uh every single patient that they had with COVID has been treated successfully. They have a zero percent mortality rate if you treat this early. If you treat it early. Now, you're just going to be a stubborn person out there and you're overweight. You don't believe in it. You don't believe in any of this and you don't take the right precautions. I'm sorry. The chances of you dying are go up exponentially. All right. And I know some of you are saying, oh, yeah, it's fake and everything like that. No, it's real. It's really real. And you're playing Russian roulette with the wrong, with the wrong um, deck. I'm sorry. You're, you're playing Russian roulette with a fully loaded gun, all right? So again, be smart. Be smart, don't be stupid, don't be stubborn, all right? You know, don't think that, okay, you know, this is a narrative used to create a new world order. And there's a little bit of truth to that, okay? Because Biden and the Democrats, and even some Republicans are using COVID to quote-unquote build back things better, which, you know, better is not really that better, right? They're destroying America. The America that we loved is gone, okay? They destroyed it. They stole the election. There's no doubt about that they stole it, right? And, they, and they've actually <laughs> almost turned everything upside down, everything. Like right now, like, you know, women can't even participate in their own sports, Right? Right now, if you, if you own a farm and you want to pass it on to your children, with the death tax being the way it is, being you know raised and all that, it's not going to happen. You know, they've uh, they've thrown the they've thrown the whole constitutional constitution out the window, and let Google and Facebook and Instagram and all the social media giants control your free speech. So we don't have free speech in America because the soapbox, which we like to talk to each other about, to communicate each other, to, to, to and for with each other. And then on top of that, how we get a lot of our business is controlled by these media giants. Like my business, Dream Weddings Hawaii, is so dependent on Google. It's crazy. So if my Google listing goes down, you know, it's, it's horrible. If I, if they suspend me and they have suspended me, then I'm in deep crap. That's why I have two accounts. I have two accounts because just in case one gets suspended, I can still use my other account, which isn't very political, to still answer emails and messages from couples. Isn't that horrible? So you're not paranoid when you think that COVID is being used to, to reset the world, to reset America, because it is. But at the same time, 
you know, just because you're right on that part, it doesn't make COVID fake. Not at all. So it is real. It kills. And again, just make sure you know what cards you're playing with. Be smart about it. Now, the question is that where do we go from here? I really believe that COVID is on its way out. I think by the end of the year, we're going to see the last of COVID. Because what happens in, with all of the other variants out there, with all other diseases out there, um, is that it, eventually it, burst, it just burns itself out um, and it becomes very insignificant. Like how the flu basically burns itself out. Now, what happens is that with viruses, they eventually, well, they eventually mutate. Now, these, especially the, the RNA viruses, they mutate. And um, they mutate into weaker forms so they, they don't kill the host. Because the last, in, in order for this virus to like live, it needs their host to also live, right? It can't kill off the host. Um, that's why, again, these bat coronaviruses, don't, they're, they're coming from the bat, but they don't kill the bat, okay? So it's like the herpes virus that you have right now. It's not killing you. It's not going to kill you. It does nothing to your organs right now. It may be, it may give you a little like, you know, cold sore every now and then, but it's not going to kill you. Okay. At one point when it was first introduced to humans, maybe it was a pain in the ass. Now there's over 1 trillion bacteria, like bacteria and viruses in your body right now that is coexisting with your body in harmony right now. Your, you know, your immune system is fighting off enough of it to make it sure that, you know, it's not going to be harming you. And that's where coronavirus is. Ha- what, that's basically what's happening with the coronavirus. Now, right now, we are creating some type of herd immunity. So if you're not vaccinated, so you're, you're creating it in two ways. You're creating it through natural infection and also through vaccines. So again, and, and then you're also going to be creating herd immunity through treatments. So those right now who are vaccinated, that they are contributing to herd immunity, right? Those of uh, those who are recovered are also contributing to herd immunity. And right now, the Delta variant is spreading very, very much, um, very much through those who are not who are. Well, they're spreading through everyone, right? But they're spreading, they're infecting those who are not vaccinated. And right then and there, you know, that's how you're going to get herd immunity. Now, in Sweden, they've basically achieved it. So as of today, they've had zero infections and zero deaths. How do you like that? And what's even more interesting is that they have not been vaccinated. I think their vaccination rates around four to five percent of their population. Um, I'm not sure which one they're using, uh, but they just said they just told their people to go out there and, you know, just go out there with, uh, you know, social distance when you can. Don't wear a mask, you know, and if you have it then make sure we we treat it right away. Don't go near elderly people. Um, That's about it. And and they basically said to the elderly, you better stay home. You got to stay home because you may actually die. And it's the truth. So their death rate right now is very low. Their COVID cases are really down. They're not seeing a resurgence because of this Delta variant. And again, they have some form of herd immunity there and it works. It really works, works, works. So we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, UK, they're there already. So they have a lot of cases there, by the way, in the UK. But because, you know, they have it, they didn't get it through natural immunity. They got it through the, you know, they got it through the AstraZeneca um, vaccine. 
Uh, you see a lot of cases there, but people aren't dying. I think they had maybe a you know they have they had almost as many cases that they had before when the when the pandemic first started, but they had only thirty five people died of COVID. So that's the way it is when you're vaccinated. So uh, again, now there is before I before I uh, go off on another tangent, there is a theory right now floating around that these vaccines do leak. Now when they say a vaccine is quote unquote leaky. What they mean is that it doesn't stop the transmission of a virus. Well, for the most, to make things uh, clear, like I told you before, most, most vaccines don't stop the transmission. In fact, natural herd immunity doesn't stop the transmission of COVID. Transmitting COVID is very easy. For someone who is infected, they'll cough, they'll shake your hand. Now you, you have COVID on your hand. Now you shake someone else's hand. You spread COVID to the other person. You, they, they touch the tongs, the food tongs. And then another person touches the same food tongs. And another person touches that food tongs. Now that tongs, again, is spreading COVID. <laughs> that's how quickly something can spread. So that's how you can spread you know, the flu really quickly or any type of common code really quickly. Most of it is through human touch. It's not really through aerosol. Most of it is through coughing on your hand. You know, wiping your nose, touching the doorknob. <laughs> you know, wearing a mask, having glo- you know, wearing gloves and everything like that, it doesn't do anything to help the situation at all. We know for a fact that when you go to the supermarket, they're behind a little plexiglass shield. And then all of a sudden, you take your food, you put it on top of the, the, um, the conveyor belt, and they're out there, they have gloves, right, handling dirty money. And then they touch all of your food and they put it into the cart. And all of a sudden, if you have COVID, you just gave it to that person because you just touch your food and they just touch the food with COVID. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't make any difference whatsoever if you're masked up or anything. So that's how contagious it is. And again, it will spread. All right, people. I hope this, uh, um, hope we accomplished something in this podcast right here. Uh, wherever you are on the vaccines, um, you know, it's your body, again, it's not like a broken, broken record. It's your body, your choice. But because I've, you know, I, I, I saw someone die of this. I didn't really see it, but someone close to me who I thought was so cool died of COVID. You know, I'm just out there and, and I just want those out there, people who I care about there, especially, you know, just to rethink their positions on vaccines because I really care about you. I don't want you to die. All right. And I think that many of you out there should take it. That's my opinion. All right. What you want to do about your own body, that's different. But my opinion is that you should take this. And I know it's an experimental drug, but sometimes it's okay. Really, I I really do think the risk, when you weigh the risk and rewards, the rewards outweigh the risk dramatically. And, uh, you know, you, you know, if it works, (laughs) <laughs> you can thank me. If you die from the vaccine, oh my God, then I'll feel really responsible, right? <laughs> anyway, people, I am out of here. I hope this podcast was cool and I will talk to you later. Bye. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2Movies. That's BBQ-T-O-Movies. 
Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.